Welcome to another episode of the Sisters Podcast, where Kay embarrasses herself on a regular basis. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're back, bitches. Yeah, finally, <laughs> we took a trip. That was fun. Yeah, we did. We went uh, we went to Utah. Yeah, and um, just I think we did like twelve hundred miles in three days. It was awesome. It- it was fucking, it was pretty fucking cool. Did it donuts, cool. Did yes, donuts did. on the salt flats. Yes, we did. Got Wait. sand in their crack in the pink sand dunes. Mm-hmm. For sure. For um, sure. Job of the Hut approved. Swam in the reservoir in St. George. Yes. It was that fun. Was punk rock. Yeah. It's nice and cold. It was fucking freezing. Yeah. <laughs> fucking freezing. <laughs> it's wonderful Rigid. contrast to the 100 degree weather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but while we were up there in Utah, so, uh, we had a lovely little Star Wars Day hit, and we were also watching Wild Bitch. Wild Bitch. Yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> to which we were pleasantly surprised to find out was, like, over an hour long. It's like, an hour and 15, something yeah. like that. Yeah, we were getting ready to, like, we were going to watch an episode before we checked out of the hotel room, and then we looked and saw that it was over an hour, and we were like, we'll do half half this morning, half later. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and I know like all the other episodes are like half an hour, but I I wasn't I wasn't expecting what they hit us with in no. the first episode. Holy no. shit. Yeah. Which by the way, th- this week we're talking about bad batch. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the main focus for this episode for sure. We've had yes. enough people ask us what we've thought of the show. We definitely thought we definitely think it's worth taking the time to fully marinate on and 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 talk about for the majority of an episode. There's enough there. Yeah. It's meaty. Holy shit. <laughs> it's yeah, it's pure beef. It is so good. It's fucking incredible. I personally love how like right out of the gate they pulled at our heartstrings with Caleb and Deppa Balaba. Yes. Like they were like this is something you know but haven't explored yet and we're also going to keep introducing you to new stuff. So, you know, that's Star Wars trying to Make everybody happy. I was happy. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It was a nice, it was cool to explore, like, characters we already knew, but an aspect we hadn't seen yet, or a, a, a timeline we hadn't seen yet from those characters, while simultaneously establishing, even more so, new characters. Because, I mean, we only got a, was it a couple of episodes of them in Clone Wars? Or is it just one that Bad Batch was in? Uh, they had a small arc yeah. in the last uh, season, so I want to say yeah. it was like three or four episodes. Okay. I was thinking it was more than but one. It, I couldn't remember for sure, though. Yeah, yeah, but like it wasn't. It wasn't like we really got to know the characters. Mm-hmm. We didn't even really see much of their personalities. I felt like in yeah. that episode, it was just more of introducing them as a concept. Yeah, I felt like I agree. Which, whenever they announced they were doing a whole Bad Batch TV show, I was like, oh, oh okay, yeah. oh. All right, we we totally thought it was going to be just um, just like like one off missions with the the Bad Batch. Yeah. But for it to out of the gate be Order sixty six, 
like the first thing you see is you know Depa Balaba getting killed and yeah. um, Kanan running to safety like that's that wasn't what I expected at all I I wasn't expecting to see fucking Kanan no <laughs> no you literally we were sitting in the bed of the hotel and you like grabbed my leg you're like it's Kanan <laughs> Immediately, you're like, shit, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we were both totally side sideswept by by that that scene right there at the beginning. And I love the bit where Hunter was trying to get him to trust him, yeah. and that, it was also just a beautifully animated scene yes, with the two of them on either side of it, and then the waterfall in between. So cinematic! It was, it was beautiful. That was 10 out of 10 Lucasfilm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that scene right out of the gate, they got you right right in the heart guts. Right in the heart guts. Right in the heart guts. And then from there, it's just kind of balls out. Like, it's just go, go, go. Because yeah. it's the end of the Clone Wars, which is, again, not at all where I thought they were going to go with the narrative for Bad Batch. I mean, I don't know if I just wasn't paying close enough attention leading up to it, and maybe they talked about where they were going to be putting the show, but... I expected it to be set more during the Clone Wars and that, like you said, it would be one-off episode. Like, just Mm -hmm. a lot of them doing missions and shit and, like, yeah, they're different and cool um, from the other clones and all of that. But I, I I didn't expect for the very first episode to be the end of the Clone Wars. Spoiler alert for people listening to this. We're talking... About everything in Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah so sorry. Far. <laughs> Hope you're caught up with, oh, through yeah. episode three yes, at this point. Yes, yes, because we finally are. Um, but yeah, to the end of the Clone Wars, to Crosshair, you know, splitting ways with them, mm-hmm. and them also meeting Omega. It was, which was, she was such a pleasant surprise. Again, yes. I guess I just I don't know if she was in any of the trailers or anything or any of the teasers, but I had no idea about her character going into it. Right. Immediately fell in love. Yeah. Immediately. Well, and I think I think neither of us were I mean like we 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 knew we were going to watch the bad batch, but neither of us were particularly like just fucking hyped. I mean yeah. like we didn't we didn't expect it to be like we weren't like this is our next rebels, right? We weren't. We should have known. We should have known. Dave Filoni. <laughs> we should have known Dave was gonna do it to him. At Dave Filoni. At Dave Filoni. Jesus, how could you do this? To us? Like at the end of every episode, we're just like, oh, Dave. Dave. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> you did it again, Dave. You got me right in the solar plexus. <laughs> like once an episode, you and I grasp at each other and just go. Oh. <laughs> Multiple times an episode. Yes. <laughs> it's precious. I mean, we've talked about it before, but it's that Joel and Ellie shit. Mm. Like, we, it's the last of us. That, that father-daughter dynamic, you know? I fuck with it. The, 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 or the ad- adoptive father-daughter dynamic, really, to be more specific. And then it's times four, like you said earlier, <laughs> with the whole squad. How did we get so lucky? And Wrecker? You're so what? He's so good with kids. Because he's just a big kid. You're right. He's just a big, big kid. Oh, my God. He just wants to hit things. Oh, man. It's so good. But, yeah, I was talking to you earlier, Savannah, about... Um, I was re-watching the first episode, and there is, like, a specific scene right out of the gate. It's the the moment where he first sees Omega, but he doesn't see Omega first. He Hunter senses mm-hmm. her and then like lays eyes on her and there's this precious little look on Omega's face. She looks like surprised and excited. 
And then she disappears, of course, to go meet them. But it's like, I love the idea that they just like, they sense each other. They're connected. Yes. They knew they were a part of the squad. Yes. <laughs> it was just a matter of time before sweet, precious Omega proved herself and also was just like, you're not getting rid of me. This is yes. where I want to be. We'd oh. love that for some Star Wars. We I love her so much. Oh, I mean, I appreciate, you know, at the beginning of that episode, I was like, oh, Hunter's probably, well, not at the beginning, like halfway through, I was like, Hunter's probably going to try to give Omega to Cut. Yeah. And his significant other's name, who, all right. Is it Sue? Sue? Sue, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was waiting for that to happen, and when it did, I was like, shit, please, not another Grogu Amando, please, come right. on. Like, what about what Omega wants? Right. What about what she wants? Yeah. Nobody asked Grogu, damn it. Yeah. Anyway. So, he's just with Papa Luke now. <laughs> but yeah, it's I love the fact that they kind of gave they're giving her her own, you know, constitution, her own agency. will. Yeah, agency. Like yeah. she's very knows who she is right out of the gate. And I love that for a little girl character in Star Wars to be around all of these big strong Soldiers, mm -hmm. and she's still proving to find her own way to be extremely useful without necessarily doing things exactly the way the other guys in the squad would. Right. And what I'm I'm just eating up is them like developing trust in her over oh, yeah. these episodes. Like individually, the different um the, the different members of the Bad Batch are learning to trust her mm -hmm. that she's got it. Like she's a child, she's yeah. gonna make mistakes, but She's trying to prove her worth so hard. Yeah. And, like, um, Wrecker is already like, oh, no, I know you've got it. Yeah. Yeah, go do your thing. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And Hunter is, like, the mother <laughs> hand. He's like, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We're not letting her do that. It's because he cares. So sweet. He loves her. I, they all love yeah. each other. It's so cute. And then the end of the third episode, Wrecker making her a room and giving her his little stuffed animal. Bro, I teared up. I love it. I'm weak and soft. And they it's they gave Omega like just enough like ray essence. Like mm. when she's landing on the planet, it, it's so reminiscent of when she lands when Ray lands on Takodana. And, like experiences the planet for the first time, but even more so because like Ray had been outdoors before. I'm not even right. sure that Omega really she's, she's never, never seen touched dirt. grass yeah. before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the childlike wonder is so. I, I love that they're they're tapping into that. They're not yeah. just glossing over the fact that she's lived this stupid sheltered life. Yeah, and everything is new and fun and exhilarating to her but she's catching on so fast yes yeah. she's ultimately still a clone and mm -hmm. super smart i am really wanting to figure out like what exactly she's supposed to be as far as her purpose as a clone like i know we had kind of discussed previously like her being a healer or something right. like that but yeah. I, I also what other what other things do you think she could be used for what do you think they're what did they make her for well i know she her big deal was like medicine mm -hmm. and like medical stuff on camino but i feel like i mean as far as in the bad batch she's already doing great at squeezing into tight holes that no one else can fit into <laughs> that is her main use 
in the Bad Batch. Being tiny right now. and reconnaissance. Yeah, small, recon, resourceful. <laughs> Basically, like, a, they, they got a dog. Has info on the enemy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, like, she knows a lot, too, which yeah. is which is really neat, I, I feel like. It cracks me up that they haven't... I feel like at, towards the end of the third episode, they were finally like, oh, we should ask Omega these questions mm-hmm. she knows. It's like, you guys should have been asking a lot more questions a lot sooner. You might have a lot more answers than you'd anticipate right? from her. She just hasn't thought to tell you. She's just too busy trying to be useful to the squad, not knowing exactly how. So, And I, I love how they don't, like, patronize her. They don't... I mean, she's a she's a kid, mm-hmm. but they're they're not condescending about. I mean, not that I think they would be, but I'm just saying like I, I, crosshair it, would be. Well, crosshair <laughs> would be. But it's just nice to see like, and I'm sure it's a really good example of um, of how talking to an adult should go mm-hmm. as a child for children to be watching. Yeah. But I mean, like, whenever Omega has something to say, the adults listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if they're like, actually, I have no idea what you're talking about, or you know, it's it's just a whatever thing. But like, they don't they don't ignore her. They don't ignore her input. Mm. They listen to what she has to say, and they trust her. Yeah, they believe her when yes. she talks. Yeah. And I love that. I feel like. I mean, of course, everyone's prerogative is to, like, protect her, yeah. but at the same time, everyone everyone totally trusts that whatever she says is, is true. Yeah. Like, I, I just, that's just something that I've noticed that I'm, I'm really enjoying, that they, that they trust her that much. Yeah, so nice. she's quickly becoming a member of the squad and and equal and that's it's it's really cool to see that progression and also just like hunter having his little daddy lessons Mm -hmm. where he's learning how to adjust to having a child on the ship and record wanting to eat her food like (laughs) it's good stuff though i and it's it's a great it's a cool thing again it's such a departure from what we expected from bad batch pertaining to like them being a squad of soldiers at no point did I think they were going to throw a small little girl in with them and watch them adjust to becoming new parents. (laughs) Not in the cards. That was not anywhere on my Bad Batch bingo. (laughs) Bad Batch bingo. Ooh, we need to make a Bad Batch bingo. Trademark. TM. Oh, yeah. But I mean, even without Omega, I'm really enjoying the the way the Bad Batch interacts with each other. I mm. mean, and even in this last episode, whenever Omega finds Crosshair's, uh, like, toolkit or whatever, mm. um, and then Wrecker goes, I miss Crosshair. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, he shot you. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I miss him. <laughs> like, like a bitch, but <laughs> Crosshair is such a guy. dick. <laughs> but they still love him yeah. because he's he's just part of their little pack. Yeah. Like, and I think that's that's another like cool real life example. Like sometimes you have a friend that's just a fucking dick. Sometimes <laughs> one of your friends is just a fucking dick, and you're like, God. Fucking damn it! Every time this bitch get get in the car, get in the car. <laughs> you're drunk. You, you're drunk. <laughs> Sit down, <laughs> please. Fuck. <laughs> oh god. But it's true. There is always that one person in the group, and it, I liked the hint there at the end. Um, 
about them wanting or having a desire to go back and get crosshair like Hunter admitting like I'm not angry at him I'm angry I left him behind yeah that's some meaty emotional stuff for him to be opening up to Omega about but like even if only briefly but for him to kind of admit like he feels like there's something missing without crosshair there and that he feels bad because he knows obviously they're fucking around with him oh yeah like it gives me um, Steve Bucky vibes yeah. in Winter Soldier situation because they're they're kind of more or less brainwashing him. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and, like it, it. It wasn't his fault to begin with, and like I'm just I'm glad that it's that the the Bad Batch the characters are mature enough to like totally not hold a grudge. It's like the second mm-hmm. they realize that that there was an inhibitor an, an inhibitor chip. That was making him act like that. They were just like, "Oh, you know what? Actually, that makes perfect sense." Yeah, we we don't need to to check on this. We don't need to look into this anymore. I believe that um, <laughs> because he may be a piece of shit, but I also don't think he's this big of a piece of shit. Yeah, um, and this was out of character for him. This all makes sense now. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, even though I don't care for crosshair at all, I feel like. I feel like that really speaks a lot to his character, yeah. and I'll be excited to see sort of more who he really is down the line. I'm yes. hoping when they, you know, rescue him, which I hope they do. That's what I was going to ask you, is if you wanted a redemption arc for Crosshair. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think it would be a really easy one mm-hmm. to take because it, I mean, it's just, it's not his fault. Yeah. It's not his fault that happened. Yeah. I mean. I have to mention that one scene, though, I loved so much in the first episode where Omega, like, popped up and saved, was it Wrecker from Crosshair? Or was it Hunter? I think it was Wrecker. Okay. And uh, I loved that scene. That yes. was so good. I mean, that was one of the first of many times that Omega was just, like, super fucking useful. Yeah. <laughs> just capable as fuck. Just proving the hell out of herself. I love it. I love her. I'm I'm so proud of her. I've only had Omega for 20 minutes, but if anything ever happened to her, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. I, like Hunter, would die for her. Right? Oh, my God. I'm excited also for, like, the next generation of Star Wars fans to have another little, like, young character right. to be looking up to in, in an animated series. And I love that for little girl Star Wars fans, too, to have a little Omega. And you know what? This is, I think, the first time we've had, like... A ch- like a child situation mm. where like a, a, a kid gets thrown into the mix and the kid is just 100% capable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like Anakin Skywalker flying his little thing thing around the thing and shooting it down or whatever you know as a kid. You know I can't you know. <laughs> Not the pod racer. You sound like me talking about Star Wars. <laughs> you know, when the person with the thing on his head was doing yeah, the thing around the, the planet with the, the, the planets with the things, the you know? The boy got in the boy and on Naboo, and then they he did the boy. He shot it down. He won the thing. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you know, when he's spinning, you know? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I imagine we... We've talked about this briefly, but the Omega cosplays at conventions are going to be so cute. I saw a little girl dressed up like Lando in the bathroom Uh, at Star Wars uh. Celebration Orlando. And like, oh my God, my soul left my body. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I just can't wait to see like all the little Omega cosplays. It's going to be good. (sighs) 
The little girls are going to go off this year. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes. Tiny queen. <laughs> okay. So did you have any other... I've mentioned a couple, but did you have any favorite scenes that pop Ooh. out for you? Hmm. Nothing is... I don't have a favorite scene that's really standing out right now. I Maybe the scene where Omega asks Hunter, like, if it's okay for her to go play. And, like, Hunter's like, yeah, go on. And then everyone is just kind of staring at Hunter. And he's like, what? And what? it's cute. Like, it's cute. <laughs> just adorable. And she didn't even ask, did she? No, she, she just, just They just gave each other, like, a, a little look. Like, Dad's it okay. Moment. Like, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Go on. Go, go have just fun, daughter. Little, you know. Have fun, sweetie. Yeah. Get up. And then everyone said, aww. His first dad moment. Cute. It's good stuff. Cute. It's really cute. We're just going to get thoroughly a little, thoroughly attached to this, this little ragtag family all over again this is gonna hurt me i got a feeling this is gonna hurt me (laughs) oh i guess let's kind of bounce around like theories for the show like do you think do you think there is a possibility that um omega they made her especially with like maybe force sensitivity or something like that and that's why she's a good healer I think I think all of the members of the Bad Batch, except for Echo, mm. are force sensitive. Just a little bit. Just a, just a little bit. It don't have to be a lot of bit, and that that's probably a, a hot take. Um, but I don't know. Like they just keep. I mean, it could be that they're just that good of a team. Mm-hmm. Which normally, if if Omega wasn't thrown into the mix, I would say it's just that they're that good all together. But. Yeah. I mean, after some, some, there are just some spots where I'm like, that just, that was just a little sus. Yeah. That was a little above average. That was just more than normal. That, and there's still so much we don't know yeah. about Omega. Yeah. So. I feel about the Bad Batch being force sensitive the way I, I love the headcanon that Han Solo is actually force sensitive, but mm. it would just piss him off <laughs> if he found out that he was force just sensitive because he thinks he's just denial. that good and that lucky. <laughs> and that's that's how I feel about the Bad Batch. I feel like they're all they all probably have it to a degree because I mean, like the clones are clones, but they're still living, breathing human beings. Mm-hmm. And sure, you can pass down the force to someone, but you can also just happen to have the force it can just happen to you yeah and i feel like they're all they're all people i mean why why couldn't the force just happen to some clones yeah genetic mutations be genetic mutations they're genetic anomalies yeah whichever but like there's no reason that some clones couldn't have been force sensitive the force moves in mysterious ways that would be interesting yeah i think that'd be pretty cool and i think omega as well they're just Especially Omega, she her instincts are just a little too sharp for a little girl. Okay, I have one other thing I have to talk about. Okay. So this most recent episode we watched, there was mm-hmm. some I can't even remember exactly what was said, but I think was it Tech talking about like there's a lot we don't know about Omega or something, and it like cut to another scene, and 
there was like a moment where like Omega was looking around very closely at everybody and just and I I want to take that off as her being like really observant mm-hmm. and learning a lot but I guess I just got trust issues but there's also a part of me that's like what if they really fuck us up oh with Omega what if they like really do a 180 on us? Oh. <laughs> I'm banking on that not happening but what I mean like what's her name did send her off a little easily oh my god Kay <laughs> That wouldn't that just be so Ooh. terrible if she's playing them like a fiddle? <gasps> Don't even say that. Oh my god, this is such a good theory, Kaylee. <laughs> this is such a good theory. It would just be a crazy plot twist. I would absolutely love for Omega not to be in a situation where she's being that severely manipulated. But I don't know. I don't know. They also seem pretty sure that they're gonna get some of the bad badge back, and I don't know how they feel so sure about that the Kim and Owens. Oh, shit. So, I don't know. That, I, I just, from those little tidbits there, like, I suddenly just got a really bad, like, pit in my stomach, and I was like, no, 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 oh. no. No, 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 no. So, I'm hoping that's not the case, but... I hope I, so, too. All right, it's out there, so if that happens to be the case, I was fucking right. Oh, yeah, I will be, <laughs> will be plastering the excerpt from this episode all over the internet, like, we can you fucking call this bitches? <laughs> but, That's yeah. a great theory. Um, if you, if any, who, what are some Force users you would like to come see, come on the show? Ooh. Force users you'd like to see come. What are some force uses I would like to see come? <laughs> Starting with Kylo on Ren. Bad Batch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I like that um, in the second episode they mentioned that they had just seen Rex. Oh and yeah. Rex is with Ahsoka. That would be so cool. So that would be pretty neat if we saw Ahsoka. I feel like she's a really obvious choice there. Yeah. Um, I doubt we'll see like a. Well, actually, I was going to say, I, I doubt we'll see Darth Vader, but I, you, you might see Darth Vader. I just It just dawned on me that's kind of a hard question to answer because this is post-Order 66. <laughs> and, I mean, like, the yeah. pack is significantly thinned of potential people, but, yeah. I, I think I think you'll you'll see... I think at some point we'll get, get a little, little glimpse of Darth Vader because yeah. we haven't really covered brand new Darth Vader territory. Yes. Because he's like, he's only a couple months into being Darth Vader at this point, at most. And so, that, yeah, that could be be really interesting. We've never seen, like, a young Vader situation. Because so far, like, I know in Kenobi they're supposed to be exploring that, but I think that's still, like, ten-ish years post. Yeah, it's ten years, yeah. Yeah. So... Mm. Yeah, that would be neat. That would be cool. Yeah, I think he and Ahsoka are the only ones I could really see making a, an appearance. Yeah. And I doubt either of them would come in the first season. It would be, three. I would say, like, three seasons in mm. for a Darth Vader cameo, two seasons for Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not right off the gate, right mm. off the bat, yeah. They got too much character development and plot setup to do right now to start throwing in Ahsoka's invaders. That's and true. They did. We're kind of in the heat of things right now. And also, I'm just interested to see like where where they're gonna settle. Like what now? Yeah. They just got off that planet that they were stuck on. But like, 
What's the plan? What's the plan, guys? <laughs> I mean, I'm. I feel like the other first than getting crosshair yeah. back, maybe. Yeah, getting crosshair back is is really like the only thing. But now, now I all I can think about is what's gonna happen if Omega betrays them. Sorry. Oh my god. Wouldn't that be meaty? It'd that be sad. Would be so It'd be meaty. Much if she's just playing them the whole time. She's so smart. But she's also learning about, like, what if she's a double agent? Like, she starts out with a mission and then, like, ah, she's actually gotten to know them and they've done things for her yeah. and, like, her see more of the universe. She's also, it may be one of those situations where it gets down to the wire or something oh. like that. It would be interesting. Oh, man. Interessante. Man, any of that would be so juicy. So juicy. Yeah. I also, I'm just, like I said, there's just, we don't know enough about Omega. So I'm just like, she could be anybody. Yeah. <laughs> she could be anything. We mm. just don't know enough yet. So. And like, I don't know, there was that little moment where she took her little head thing off and was like looking at it really. Yeah. Deeply. Okay. Story. Fuck. <laughs> Oh my god. This is so good. You're fucking on to something, brother. Oh. I try, I try. I try, I try. Um, yeah, I don't know. Got anything else you want to add about Bad Batch? No, I think that's all of it. You just blew my mind. Sorry. Don't apologize. It was it was a it was a good blow. <laughs> 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 a unison snort. That was a tandem snorting. <laughs> yeah, gotta love it. Yeah, gotta love it. Oh, gosh. I am excited about the Kenobi show. I don't know when it comes out, but I'm excited. I don't either. I'm the most useless Star Wars fan. <laughs> I, yeah. Just, I just, I keep seeing, like, the pictures of you and McGregor from set, and I'm just like, Daddy, Daddy, uh, Daddy, 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 yes, Daddy. Yes. And that's, like, all I can... It's all that goes through my brain whenever I see him. I'm just totally useless to any numbers or information that comes <laughs> in. And the, the amount of times that I'm looking at that man. I oh. am so excited to see him playing Obi-Wan Kenobi again. I Yeah. Did you see he did an interview? I think it was like Jimmy Fallon or something like that. Um and they were asking him how Kenobi was going, and he said that it was going really great, and that he had like a couple of new costumes that people. Oh. So I personally, I'm hoping. F I know it's not. It may not. It may not be new to Star Wars, but it could be new to his Kenobi. Yeah. Love to see him in the clone. Well, it's way too. It's way past that. It's ten years. I take that back. But everything. I oh man, I'd love to see that man in some battle armor. Shit. But it's fine. It's fine. Another day, another decade, maybe. But he apparently has new costumes, and then he also, they asked him, like, can you give us any, like, cool tidbits or whatever? And he, he was saying that on Star Wars Day, May 4th, they had, um, he got to film a special scene Ooh. with someone that was really cool. And they asked, like, is it someone you've done a scene with before in Star Wars? And he said no. So, Ooh. who could it be? That's fucking cool. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure that's what he said. It was it wasn't anyone that they had seen him do a scene with before. So, I am interested. Interesting to see what that's about. I want to know what that's about too. I think I saw somewhere that people were joking that it was Java. 
still. It's Java. Oh my god, you're but has, he's, probably right. He hasn't had it, like... He hasn't had a scene with Java. Has no, he? not no. Ewan McGregor. Obi-Wan no. has seen Jabba the yeah. Hutt before, but Ewan McGregor has not. Yeah. So that yeah. would make sense. I mean, he is on Tatooine. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Man. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, God. I'm so stoked. I'm so fucking stoked. <laughs> do you want to do some of these Twitter questions? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, Annie at Annie X Astra. Hi, Annie. I love you. <laughs> um, said, coming in hard and fast. Do you think Grogu made it out or nah? And I'm assuming, I'm assuming Annie means um, from whenever Ben Solo uh, yeeted everyone to their deaths at the Jedi Temple. I would also like to add that they were not the only person to ask yes. this question underneath the tweet. You guys mm-hmm. are ruthless. Um. <laughs> uh, Darugles at Daroogie. <laughs> also asked, is Grogu dead as hell or is he just chilling? <laughs> um, I think I think Grogu is vibing somewhere. I think he's like got... I mean, he's, he's old enough at this point. He's got like a little little frog juice martini, <laughs> little frog martini. Head cannon. The, the the temple blew up, and he said, uh, "I'm gonna go find the Mando. I'm done here." Yeah, he just waddled <laughs> off. He just waddled off to go find. Then making his little yeah. noises. Yeah, he said, "I got all the training I need. I gotta go find my papa." <laughs> Took a nap. <laughs> that was it. That's all he does. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's how what I think. <laughs> Waddles off. Takes yeah. a nap. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the force lightning it blew things up and caught things on fire. But who's to say I, that everybody died? Exactly. You know, I know that's what Luke said, but Luke was also in a moment of dramatics. <laughs> as as was, Luke Skywalker usually is. Yeah, let's be real, yeah. <laughs> Drama queen. He Luke is Skywalker. a little bit. He was obviously a little distraught, collapsing on R2D2. Yeah. You know. They probably thought Luke was dead, so they probably fleed too. Yeah. They, they did. I mean the ones some of the survivors went after Ben. Yeah. And so, I mean, I assume there were other survivors. Yeah, there's, they're definitely going to fill that in. Guys, Star Wars isn't going to kill off all their Force users. Right. Especially not Baby Yoda, because he's a money machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lainey Lux, at Lainey Lux underscore SGH, asks, If you could switch places with any character, who would it be? Um... Wow, there's a lot of characters that go through a lot, so... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at, like, I actually I actually probably wouldn't want to live in the Star Wars universe or, or switch places with... with The characters the we characters. really love have gone through a lot yeah. of fucked up shit that yeah. I don't know if I had the constitution for. <laughs> yeah, I... Maybe I would want to switch places with Grogu so that I could just be pressed up against Pedro Pascal's <gasps> chest all the time. Oh. That's actually a really good one. <laughs> just want to be right there on that mommy milker. Oh my gosh. Damn. I gotta think of a good one like that. Oh, 
I just don't even know. I I'd probably just want to be one of the little merchant aliens <laughs> on the planet screaming at people to buy my produce. <laughs> I don't mm, maybe Ahsoka? Maybe yeah. but just because mainly she's, she's alive still. Yeah. Um see like my reflex was like, oh I, I wanna be Ray. But then it's like I would No, mm-hmm. I don't want to be Ray. Not at all. Uh-huh. Actually, that's a, a character I think I would least want to be. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through that. I wouldn't want to be that fucking sad at the end of my story. Goddamn. Oh, no. No. No, mm-hmm. I might want to be Kylo so that I could kiss Daisy Ridley and, and then, then peace out. Die. Just dip. Just fucking dip in my sweater. <laughs> Just fucking... <laughs> I sent you so that no tweet head. the other day. I hadn't seen the scene oh. from Dross in a while because I tried to avoid being sad like that when I can help it. And it was just it was just like a four second clip of that scene where Ray smiles at him and says Ben. And it was I wanted to cry all over again. I have a Pavlovian effect with that scene where I just want to fall to bits every time I see that scene. It is... It still hurts me. My girl Discount Bo-Katan on TikTok was... Um, she she posted something the other day. And she's like, this song is them. Or at least I think it was her who posted this. If not, I still love her. And, and it, I'm going to credit her anyway. Um, <laughs> but it was that song that's like, if we had five more minutes. And it was like... I'm just fucking dying. Ooh. That was like, ow. <laughs> I didn't I didn't like that. I just it, it was like an instant burst into tears mm. moment. I was just like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> just rained. Oh uh, yeah. That hurts. <laughs> it sounded like a sand person. <laughs> Wait, here we go. The Purgles have arrived. We have to the make a Purgle. We have to make a Purgle gotta reference. Get a Purgle in there. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. <laughs> Each episode. Absolutely. Um, King of Krypton at Jim. Hang on. J- Jimmy Ninja sixty two. Nice. Uh, or is it? Is it Gemini with a J? I don't know. I don't know. It's at. Uh, n- <laughs> King of Krypton asks if you could be a part of a thruple with any ship in the Star Wars universe, who would you pick? Bonus question, who would you pick besides Kylo and Rey? <laughs> they know us so mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, obviously, first one. Just once, I would want to be in between Rey and Kylo. <laughs> and he does say any ship, so I mean, I'm assuming it doesn't mean, like, a cannon ship. No. Or, so, like, it could just be any... I'm so tempted to say Callus and Zeb right now. Um, <laughs> my first was Ventress and Kenobi. That was what I was going to say. We are predictable with I just, the horniness. I want to get sandwiched in between that. Just all of that. Like in the, Just imagine yourself in the club and like like body yaddy 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 comes on <laughs> and you're like in between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Asajj Ventress. <laughs> and they're just like, Ventress is just like tearing it up, you know? Yeah. I that's, that's that's a sandwich I want to be in the middle of. That's absolutely the sandwich I want to be in. I can't. I, I mean, there's no. There's really no Star Wars ship where one of them isn't dead. So the thruple would turn into a couple. I guess it's really where. Which who would you be most excited to 
then be in a couple with after <laughs> one third of the thruple dies. God. Fucking Star Wars, man. I mean, Hera's a MILF. Oh, for sure. Hera and Kanan would be good. I don't know. I, I think I would just feel like the third wheel. They're just so moony-eyed at each other all the time. Kid. The, uh, You're right. I'm not ready to be a mom. I. That's for me. I'm not. You're right. That just feels way too. I don't know if I could. It's a lot of commitment. It'd be heartbreaking though, too. Like. Yeah. Because then you'd have to be their new dad. Yeah, trying to fill the hole of that parent. Yeah. Not that's a thing you can do, but. Right. Yeah. Sad. Sad. Oh, well, now sad. we're sad. <laughs> Thank you, King of Krypton, for the I feel like excellent question. I'm trying to think if there are any other couples, thruples, thruple I'd want to be in. Jar Jar Palpatine. Stop, 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 stop. We're going to get to Jar Jar and Palpatine. <laughs> I have one more question um, from Brandy. I love Brandy at the Brandy Rose. Asks, basic, I know, but what lightsaber would you want? I just want a pretty double-edged pink one. That is a wonderful lightsaber you yes. want. Yeah. And it's the lightsaber you deserve. It is. It absolutely and is. And that's a good question, too. It's not, I wouldn't say it's basic, because I was I was going to ask Savannah that today anyway. Because oh. so, I had always kind of wondered which one you would have gotten if you could. Or just build your own. A dream lightsaber. I think... I think my dream lightsaber, um, I think it would have to be one with, like, a short blade, the way uh, Ahsoka's has a shorter blade nice. on her secondary one, yeah. on her stabby one, because I'm really close to the ground, and every time I pick up a lightsaber from, like, Galaxy's Edge or wherever, I just, even with, like, the short blade one, it's still, like, touching the floor whenever mm. I go to spin it, and so I would, I, I think... Like a you know like a medium length blade, <laughs> and um, I w- I <laughs> I don't know I I want the handle to be rose gold, nice. and um, I want the I I want it to be b- blue I think nice blue I think I I that's what I really liked about Leia's saber yeah it was like a last minute addition to I the love Leia's saber that's the one I want it's fucking beautiful <laughs> it's gorgeous I love. The hilt on that thing, the handle, it's gorgeous. Eleganza extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's it's really good. I like it a lot. And if I could have something like that and it'd be double-sided, would be mm. cool. I'd like to think that I'd be good at twirling a double-sided lightsaber, but I also think I'd be a huge fucking liability. <laughs> I don't need if I need. Du- I don't know oh, if I need double the God. danger there. But you know what? You could always do um, the way the temple guards have their sabers that so they they like fold up, and so it can be like it folds oh, up, yeah, and you yeah, can just yeah. have two blades on the one side. And then if you want I to like fold that. it out, yeah. you can whip that and bitch out. And don't they spin to the guards? Those are the, ones? the in- inquisitor in- ones. I always get them. The little the fucking helicopter lightsabers. But that that could be nice too. They're really that does cool. a lot of the work for you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and then but then there was that one time where they were like doing a little spinny thing, and he just looked in and like stuck his little lightsaber in there and cut the hand off. Oh yeah, that's true. He just was like, oh, that's that's an opening. There's a flaw in the design. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't want to lose my fingers like that either. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Well, we're just going to say that I'm cool and I have enough capacity to do a double-edged lightsaber. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go with that. And what color? Um, I didn't get that far. <laughs> I really I really like the purple lightsabers. Okay. Okay. I feel like that's a pretty... But I really like them. They're really cool. They are really cool. I like Mace Windu's lightsaber. He is a wonderful lightsaber. His lightsaber has... Like, whenever I checked it out at, at Galaxy's Edge, it's, like, gold, and it's got, like, leather. Oh, cool. And it is so fucking sick. Nice. It's such a good lightsaber. Mace Windu really is closely doing studied it in his, style. His handle. The, literally the only reason I know any of that is from whenever I went to Galaxy's Edge. And I think Samuel L. Jackson had, like, motherfucker written in yes. Arvesh on the, yes. on the hilt. What a guy. Oh, to be Samuel L. Jackson And for all a the day. franchises he's been in, bro. King shit. He's King really, shit. He and Mads Mikkelsen have just been bouncing around some of the right? biggest franchises. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, my man, do what you got to do. God. Have fun doing it. God, I'm I looking hot simultaneously. Well, yes. So fine. He is one of those guys that's like over 50 that I would just, without a doubt. Uh-huh. I don't know. He just, he, he seems like the kind of guy who would enjoy having his hair pulled, you feel? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would be real. I hadn't thought about that once. Something I've considered. But I think you might be right. Something I've just considered a couple of times. <laughs> I blame Hannibal. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. Whoopsie daisy. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, um, moving back around to, to Jar Jar and Palpatine. So, Sean, at Sean TBD, sweet, sweet Sean, last week, or maybe it was the week before, we, um, when in one of our episodes we said we wanted to read some Jar Jar X Palpatine smutty fan fiction, <laughs> that you should write it, send it in, and we would read it on the podcast. It was a joke? Um... But Sean wrote smutty Jar Jar X Palpatine <laughs> fanfiction, and I skimmed it earlier because <laughs> because I wanted some, like, I could sense that this was extremely well written, and I wanted some of the lines to take me by surprise. Yes. Um, and so we've skimmed this, but what I did skim was so pornographic, so, so utterly horrific, and disturbing. Um, if you are not comfortable listening to me read Jar Jar X Palpatine porn <laughs> in the studio today, now is the time. Close. I, I, we will see you in a couple of weeks or a month. Depends on what happens. We'll see you later. Now is the time to close this right now. I'm trying to give you ample time to make it ample. from one room to the other really to turn this off or in the you. car. <laughs> um, it's incredible. We're, we're, about to, we're about to read this. Uh, Sean, thank you for doing this. I'm going to be haunted by this for the rest of my life. Um, it is titled Jar Jar's Adventures in Amphibious Anal. 
And I, I have a feeling this is going to take up about the next 15 minutes of the podcast. I love We're already oh, off to yeah. a great start. A great start. So I'm going to... Uh, Kaylee, Kaylee hasn't hasn't read this. I <laughs> I haven't really read this. So I, we are blind reacting to this Jar Jar X Palpatine fan. Which is, uh, thank you again, Sean. Yes, thank you so much. And um, Our joking around wishes are your very serious <laughs> commands. And to everyone else in the audience, I am so sorry for what you are about to hear. Yep. I can pay for your therapy after this, so just hit me up. Um, we'll get a We'll get a health insurance plan going for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Without further ado, Jar Jar's Adventures in Amphibious Anal. <laughs> it feels like a Dr. Seuss book. I had someone in your DMs say, they were like, I could listen to you talk all day. Oh. And I directed him to the podcast. So I really hope he finds this episode. I hope he finds this. I hope he, <laughs> he listens to this part to Jar Jar's particularly. Adventures in Amphibious <laughs> Oh my God, another so- Wheel of Fortune phrase. <laughs> Jar Jar Adventures in Amphibious Anal. (laughs) Okay. Jar Jar's sandal slapped softly (laughs) against the polished floor of the Imperial Executive Office as he rushed to the Chancellor's suite. The Chancellor had just transformed the Galactic Republic to the Galactic Empire, declared himself Supreme Emperor, and dismissed the remaining Senate. The Gungan was devastated to realize that he had been the one to set this cataclysmic event into motion when he suggested the Chancellor be given emergency executive powers and was desperately attempting to appeal to Palpatine and convince him to repeal his order. Jar Jar burst into the Chancellor's office. (laughs) The drama. Palpatine. How can you seduce this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the emperor twirled slowly around in his chair. <laughs> Jar Jar. I was hoping to see you soon. <laughs> I'm living for these impressions alone. <laughs> the Gungan was close to tears at this point. Oh, we should have we should have made drinks for this part. <laughs> Senator Amidala Padme, she's entrusted me to act in her place. And when Yusa suggested emergency powers, me complied. Because me thought that's what Shisa would have done. (laughs) But Yusa took advantage of trusting, and with a quick wave of the Emperor's hand, Jar Jar felt a collar-like grasp around his throat as he watched the Emperor wrap his hand around the air as if it were an invisible leash. Oh my god. Another wave, and he heard the locks on the doors like, Stop! (laughs) And so it begins. I was hoping to see you soon, (laughs) Jar. Because I was ready to watch the life fade from your silly... (laughs) Because I was ready to watch the life fade from your silly fish stalk eyes. (laughs) As the one acting for former Senator Amidala, you were one of the only non-loyal members of the Senate with authority to order clones, and it would be a shame if you tried to contradict or belay my orders and prevent my execution of the Jedi. (laughs) 
Jar Jar's eyes widened as he began to realize the full extent of Palpatine's treachery. But worse, he began to realize that his <laughs> that his robes had become a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> Due to the Gungan practice of seaweed strangling, he had developed an arousal response to asphyxiation. And now his Gungan amphibian cock was fully erect. (laughs) And the signature... (laughs) The signature fin of Gungan penises was fully frilled. Oh my god. The ridge of the glands. (laughs) His self... (laughs) She's in pain. (laughs) Also present in the amphibious race. Apparently, Palpatine had also noticed this development and tugged on the leash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my, Mr. Binks, are you turned on by being dominated by your betters? (laughs) Suddenly, Jar Jar felt himself floating up into the air. As he reached hip height, his robes began pulling off his body. Oh my god. Realizing what was about to happen, he swung his head and eyes around to see Palpatine disrobing. God. To to reveal a small, withered cock and balls. (laughs) (laughs) The Gungan felt a brief swell of relief until Palpatine moved his hands toward his pelvic area and the blood from his upper body seemed to drain, leaving his skin even paler. Quickly, quickly as dick. No. Quickly as dick. No. Quickly. <laughs> quickly, his dick grew to a full nine inches in length no. and seven inches girth. <laughs> the Gungan stared with wide yet strangely hungry eyes. No. <laughs> How did you do that? The Emperor smirked and chuckled softly. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many <laughs> of Someone who finished it! Who needs Viagra when you have the Force? <laughs> As the Sith Lord approached the floating Gungan, Jar Jar's legs were spooked. <laughs> Splayed apart as she continued forward, like two sides of a sea parting in the way of the force. <laughs> the promised land. <laughs> it leads to the promised land. Slowly. I hated that. Okay? I, I fucking. I can't believe you just compared the promised land to Jar Jar's self lubricating mucus ass paired. His legs spreading to the red to the seas parting, Red Sea. Sean, it's right there. Sean, it's oh right there. God, oh God. Anyway, he mm, he slowly placed the head of his cock on the now viscously <laughs> lubricated asshole of his amphibious conquest. <laughs> 
amphibious conquest. Sean, why did you write this so eloquently? It's, I was literally just I'm, about to say it's so well written. It is so I'm well written. Horrified. The references from actual dialogue used is just oh. incredible. Sliding his hands along Jar Jar's clammy hips, oh he firmly grasped them. <laughs> firmly grasped them. And it. slammed his. T- <laughs> She's run out of gas. She's just his turgid cock into <laughs> into the slippery ass beneath him. Oh as my Jar- god! As Joey Jar let out a guttural squee of pleasure. <laughs> no. Grabbing the Gungan's ears, Palpatine slammed into his ass over and over oh as God. his heavy, drooping balls ah! <laughs> <laughs> slapped against the smaller balls of the Gungan, groaning in pleasure beneath him. <laughs> With his other hand, Sheev reached around and slowly stimulated the frilled glands of Jar Jar's slimy cock. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a little fuck slut, aren't you, Jar <laughs> I can feel your I can feel your ass tightening in excitement as I destroy your ass with my huge lightsaber. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, sir, Mish. Mish, use huge Sith cock. <laughs> Jar Jar, now completely broken and submitting to the pleasure radiating from his ass and cock. <laughs> Let his tongue loll out of his mouth. I don't like where this is going. No. Let his tongue loll out of his mouth and snake down to the action. Run softly no. over the older man's No. Mouth. No, no. <laughs> On his way. No. 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 I heard the sentence no. Of the Sith Lord's puckered asshole. After a brief hesitation, he began gently pumping his tongue in and out of Sheev's anus, lightly flicking his prostate with each injury. Holy shit. (laughs) That's right, you little filthy cum jump tongue. (laughs) Down my asshole like the whore you are. Reaching his climax, the old man let out a guttural moan as he dumped what felt like gallons of cum. Oh my god! Into the Gungan's asshole, slowly pulling out. He enjoyed seeing his seed glop out of Jar Jar's newly trained ass. The new emperor began redressing himself in his preferred robes to leave, as he had an important message to dispatch to the clones. Still delirious, Jar Jar turned around to address him. Wait, me haven't finished yet. And you shall continue not to until I dictate that you may. (laughs) 
I believe that for the time being, I shall keep you as a pet oh to relieve God. myself when necessary. Oh, my God. Watching Palpatine leave the room as he slipped into unconsciousness, Jar Jar <laughs> felt a wave of sadness as he thought about what Padme would say if she could see him now, which was soon quelled by the idea that the Sith Lord might soon let him come if he behaved as a good seed toilet for the old no. man. The end. I A seed toilet? I'm gonna... No. This was my 13th reason. <laughs> this was my 13th reason why. <laughs> this was it. If, if Padme could only see him now. <laughs> there was so much. Also, like, oh, that is Sean. 1,000... Like... Palpatine would absolutely talk the worst trash to his partners in bed. Like, just would absolutely call them fuck sluts and shit. Like, that's pretty on brand. That's hilariously in character. I I had my weekly therapy session this morning, so I have to wait an entire <laughs> seven days till the next one. Thank you for reading that whole thing. I'm not <clears throat> sure I could have read a, a I, word of that without just laughing the entire time. I feel like most of that is going to be, like, uh, inaudible. Like, <laughs> most of what I said is just going to be... We you you just, managed to get like at least and then cock and balls. <laughs> It'll be good. Oh it's God. good. It was a good time. I still cannot believe there are many things you can do. <laughs> oh my God, Sean! I also want you to know that that was better and more horrific than the other. Jar Jar Palpatine fan fiction I had tried to find to read on the on on the podcast, and um, you've you've really outdone yourself. Yeah, you've really outdone yourself Again, with this one. Wonderfully written. <laughs> Some turns of phrases I had not yet encountered in fan fiction before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mostly <clears throat> seed toilet. I had never heard that one. I don't know if I'm just not exposed enough. But... No, I had never heard seed toilet before today. <clears throat> I so, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Palpatine's dick was seven inches across. <laughs> Nine inches long, seven inches seven inches in girth. <laughs> seven inches in girth. <laughs> poor Jar Jar's asshole. Oh, poor Jar Jar's asshole is right. <laughs> May may Jar Jar's asshole recover. In the Thoughts and prayers Thoughts for and Jar Jar's prayers. asshole. Yeah. That's <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Poor <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, for Shelby. Yeah, that was uh that was something. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. That um, was great. Well, those of you who haven't decided that you're quitting this podcast forever, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for sticking around for this one. Oh, God. <laughs> Watch this be the most popular fucking episode because of this shit. I, mm, 
Oh, mm. this is gonna be our legacy. <laughs> this is what how we is go. What is a legacy? <laughs> Reading Dar Dar fanfic <laughs> that no one wants to see. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, Jesus, you're welcome. Christ. Thank you, and you're welcome. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to everyone who uh, submitted questions this week. Yes, thank um, you. Lots of really great questions. And Much thank appreciated. you, to Dave Filoni, for really Ripping just us apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Goodness, right in the heart guts. Right in them. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>